igniting, inspiring, and evoking the fire within. You know, today is not the definitive end. Uh, you know, you, there's a whole future out there for you, and the way you're feeling now is not the way you'll be feeling, you know, six months from now, six days from now, six years from now, whatever it is. Uh, so that's what I would say. You're listening to the What's Your Inspiration podcast with Fox Fire. On this episode of the What's Your Inspiration podcast, we have Donovan Russo back on as he discusses the launch of his book, Stephen's War. Here we go. Hello and welcome to episode 56 of the What's Your Inspiration podcast. He's back. Episode 22 guest, episode 34 guest. He's a man of many talents. He's Donovan Russo. Donovan, how are you today? Bro, thanks so much for having me. It's, uh, it's great to be back on the show. <laughs> it, it's great to have you. And uh, I mean, you're on because you're a great guest, uh, but you're on principally today because you have a, uh, you've got, you've got a, a brand new, your first published book, first of many, I believe, coming out. And if I could just uh, profile it just for a, a, a minute, or profile you for a minute. Of course, of course. Music, business, and now literature. Stephen's War, Marine Stephen Cahill fights the battle overseas at home and within. Donovan's book, it's not a superhero book, but Donovan, my first question to you is, what drew you to superheroes as a kid? And what were the seeds of this book in terms of what inspired you to write it? Right, right. So I, I think going to your first question, um, my, my first kind of encounter with the superhero genre was when I was like five years old and my dad took me to see the first Spider-Man movie, you know, the one with Tobey Maguire in it. And I was just kind of blown away over, you know, just this pure, purely magical world and kind of, you know, that's obviously a low fantasy concept film, but between integrating that with this character who was in high school, um, you know, he's just trying to find his way, loses his uncle, you know, he's just kind of your average Joe and he gets these powers and he's, you know, I, I think, you know, the Peter Parker character, kind of like, you know, like Luke Skywalker or any other um, beloved American character, um, it goes back to them being the everyman. So you could really resonate with them, right? So I think that's what really drew me the Spider-Man, what drew me to the genre, is these these people who could be just like me. If they could do incredible things, which kind of gave me the hope that maybe someday I can do incredible things, whether that's write a book or, you know, stick to walls, which would be awesome. But clearly, I can't do that yet. <laughs> um, Not yet. So yeah. And so in terms to your second question, uh, what drew me to write this book? I think for a while I really wanted to do something within the superhero genre because, you know, being that like, you know, I like to create different things. I, I, I credit a lot of that to those movies and comics. So it was for me, it was like, okay, well, I want to put my own spin on it. Um, and I want to, you know, not to use a cliche saying, but to write my love letter to the industry. That's kind of how I, I pose. This is my way of giving back to this community and kind of contributing to this beautiful array of creativity. Right. So that's what I would say is I wanted to create something that could be part of it. And it was just kind of all fell into place because it was around like last January, last December, where um, this professor, Eric Coaster, uh, reached out to me on LinkedIn, asking me to be part of his, um, his 
creators program, which basically what, what he does is he likes to find different college students and different you know professionals and say, hey, you know, for a small fee, you could be part of this where you write a book, you get the proper coaching and mentoring and development and editing teams, and you're, you're linked up with this hybrid publisher named uh, New Degree Press, and they'll help you see this book all the way through. Um, so it was an opportunity for me to, because I have some experience writing screenplays, and I, I was just like, okay, well, here's a new kind of form of expression for me to kind of explore. And why not? Why not take the, the gamble on myself and do it? You know, it adds to my resume. It adds to kind of what I have to offer. And I, I just think it was a cool platform. I mean, you know, you saw what the cover looks like. And, you know, it's just they really have given me a whole team of incredible creatives to help me with this. Right. You said you gambled, but you, you gambled and you won. And I mean, everyone knows who listens to this that I'm a, a big fan of yours. I'm, I'm proud of what you've, uh, what you're developing into as a person and professionally. And, and I am an, I'm an avid reader and we've talked off of air about this. Uh, when I read, I, I try not to read in or force myself to read in too large of chunks because right. then I'm, I, I'm just reading as a means to get to an end. But um, I was in very, very much engaged in this and thank you. read the, um, you don't have to thank me. It's just a, just a fact. Very much engaged in this. And I read uh, the last 120 pages basically in, in one sitting because of um, uh, this, this, this character, Stephen Cahill, and all of the stories and his plight that just gets spread across the, the entire the entire book. Now, I need to stop myself because I'll get into the plot of the book and I don't think we want to do that. But <laughs> talk to the audience a little bit about uh, what you want to talk about, about the content of this book, Stephen's, Stephen's War. Well, I think for one, I mean, it, it's being marketed as, you know, this LGBTQ vigilante type comic book story, which is certainly true. I mean, that's, he, he fights at night, he fights crime. But I definitely think that my approach to writing the story was I, I really want to make this character driven rather than focus too much on the plot. So I really prioritize diving deep into the characters, diving deep into their minds and, you know, sometimes going off with these little side stories. And, you know, my, you know, you, you mentioned up there how you like my way of describing things. And I think the way I describe things and, you know, especially in this book is different from in a traditional sense where I'm not really interested in, describing what the walls look like too much or, you know, what the weather is. For me, it's more of, I'm going to build the world by going off in some side story of, you know, how this character caught his wife sleeping with a private detective or, you know, things of that nature or how this other character's you know, mother was sleeping with his friends in high school. And, you know, it's bizarre, but I think it's funny. And I think it does kind of build that authenticity. So I think for me, it was really focusing on creating something that was character driven, uh, a character who, yeah, he is in, in, in a sense, superhuman, right? Cause he's fighting crime, but he's also just a guy trying to figure it out. You know, it takes place. The book takes place uh, in 2009, right? When, you know, the don't ask, don't tell policy was um, very much still integrated within the military, which basically, you know, said that you can be gay, but if you get caught, you could be thrown out. So in essence, I think it's fair to say that the military didn't necessarily approve of being gay. So, you know, you have this character who's, you know, he's 
wants to be a true American patriot at the same time. He's dealing with these, you know, these inner thoughts and the fact that he is gay and that he loves somebody who he works with in the military. So I think that's, you know, those themes that that conflict carries on throughout the book. Um, and it's, you know, there's, there's a mix of guilt and shame and confusion and, you know, trying to accept who he is. Um, so yeah, I think that above anything else, this is a story about a guy just trying to figure it out, figure out who he is. Like I said, I mean, I don't know if you, you like this line, but it's the, it's the battle overseas, the battle at home and the battle within. And yeah, totally. Things, things are cuisinarded into a, um, an awesome story. And I'll, I'll mention this too, mention it off air. Um, what kept me engaged so much is that this book has willpower. And, and what that is, it's an acronym that I stole from a, a songwriter named Brent Baxter on another podcast. What does it look, what's it look like? Willpower. And you use that descriptives, not to describe the walls, but to, to, right. to dig into the characters' souls. We, you literally see into their soul. And um, that's what makes it, what made it attractive to me and kept me engaged. It's, uh, it's awesome. It's awesome. Getting into some of the themes of the book. One to me uh, is friendship, right? Things yeah. happen. Things happen in life, right? Um, good, bad, and indifferent. And, and and loyalty is an enormous theme. Fill in the following line, Donovan. A true friend is, I think, someone who has your back. You know, <laughs> I think. That's one of the things we see throughout the book. But yeah, I'd say a true friend is someone who has your back, even when, you know, things get real crazy. That's what I'd say. And, and they do in life. And, they, and, they, and you'll see a lot of that in Stephen's War in so many ways. Um, and it's, it's, uh, it's wild. So many ways it's wild. So a true friend has your back. All right, let's go to the, the next a little snippet. Uh, sure. A theme from the book: A man's path to enlightenment is never straightforward. Right. Donovan, you have the whole world in front of you, and this book in front of you. What exactly do you want to do with it? What What are your desires for this book? Who do you want it to reach? Right. I think, for one, you know, I over the past few years we have seen, um, from a consumer standpoint, that there is, you know, there is. Um, there is a demand for more diversity in media, right? I think specifically within the comic book genre. So I think for one, you know, I wanted this book um, to, you know, to represent, you know, the LGBTQ community. Um, definitely because, you know, they have been neglected a bit on screen. So I wanted to create a character that people could identify with, see themselves in, uh, to bring more light to the community um, and more representation. So I think that's for one, I wanted to create you know, an LGBTQ vigilante, you know, for that community. Um, so I think that's number one. So it was to build more representation. I think too, it was, you know, to kind of convey my writing skills and, you know, uh, you know what I bring to the table. Um, so yeah, I think that those are the two things. And I think it's, you know, bringing through the themes of loving yourself, embracing your individuality. Because as I mentioned, Stephen, he deals with these conflicts of you know, not even really conflicts to him, he sees them as conflicts of being gay and, you know, trying to balance America, American patriotism with who he is. And I, I think it goes back to him learning to love himself. Uh, I think that's an important theme that I like to get across within this book. Certainly, certainly, certainly. You, you've really found um, 
your tribe. I, I think and that when I, what I mean by that is, you know, writers typically, in, in a lot of ways, write to a, a, a certain theme, right? Motley Crue, the Motley, Motley Crue. It's all about girls, right? Right. Get the girl. I mean, uh, uh, Kenny Chesney, you know, take, take your shoes off, you're, you're barefoot on the beach. And a lot of his songs have that theme to it. You know, you really have found something um, that's clear, okay, and, and uniquely yours. And, and you're making a supportive statement through your writing. It's, it's, it's very, very impressive. Uh, Thank you. The final question I have for you is, is this. A lot of the, the, the book and then Stephen's character, is he's, he's, he just feels like he doesn't belong, right? Right. Doesn't belong in uh, where he is, uh, whether it's overseas, in Salem, wherever. What advice do you have for people who feel like they don't belong? Well, look, I think that's kind of how, you know, that's, that's life in a nutshell. Is there, there are days where I think we all feel like we don't belong, whether you're, you know, an A-list celebrity or, you know, just a kid in college or whatever it is, you know, it's, I, I think it's, you just have to keep going every day, right? I think that's kind of the truth because you're going to have days where you feel on top of the world, days where you feel like you're at rock bottom and days where you just feel like, yeah, I'm just doing okay today and in the middle. So I, I think it's just a matter of keep going, uh, pursue your passions, pursue, you know, education, whether that's going to school, whether that's just reading online, whatever it is, uh, seeking new experiences. Um, you want to continue to evolve as a human being, right? Because I, uh, I once said to a friend that if I'm the same person now that I am in five years, then I'm failing as a person because you, you should be changing every day, right? So I, I think that's what I would say is, you know, today is not the definitive end. Uh, you know, you, there's a whole future out there for you. And the way you're feeling now is not the way you'll be feeling, you know, six months from now, six days from now, six years from now, whatever it is. Uh, so that's what I would say. So your point of view on a growth mindset. Very mm -hmm. nice. I, I like it. Talk, talk to us a little bit about the, the launch of the book and uh, maybe you have an offer waiting for the listeners. Right, right. So yeah, so the book comes out December 7th, uh, should be available on Amazon. And yeah, I'd love to offer a signed copy of the book uh, to one, uh, to one lucky individual, uh, whoever would like it. So how can they get their their hands in a, a signed copy? How can they contact you? Um, yeah, so I have a website, DonovanRusso.com. There's a contact me page, uh, just send me a note. Uh, you know, talk about, I guess, your love for the comic book genre, some of your favorite movies, and, you know, I guess why you want to read it. And then, um, yeah, I'll send it your way. Okay. And I've, I'm going to add that link in, in the show notes, the link to Thank your you. website, in other words. So, thanks, thanks so uh, much. You're welcome. And again, a free signed copy of Stephen's War from the author Donovan Russo himself. And again, I know that I'm biased. I know as, uh, um, as a former coach of yours, uh, teacher, um, and, and now a friend, I am biased, but you know what? I, I'm not, I'm not ashamed to say that. And, but the truth is this, um, is a very engaging read. Stevens war coming out December the 7th on Amazon. Thank you um, so much. Thank you. This has been, a, a, again, an awesome conversation. Um, it's great to 
almost see you in person. Right, right. We <laughs> navigate COVID-19. Um, and um, we'll have you back on here uh, pretty soon. Maybe we'll do a review of the book in, uh, in the coming months. What do you think? Um, yeah, totally. Whatever, whatever uh, you want to do. Love it. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's been a lot of fun, Donovan. Again, thank you. Oh, my pleasure. Seriously, thanks so much for having me on. Thanks for everybody who uh, took the time to listen. This will wrap up episode 56 of the What's Your Inspiration podcast. Donovan and I will talk at you all later. Take good care. You have been listening to the What's Your Inspiration podcast with Fox Buyer. Because impact on each other is the greatest currency you could ever have.